Hi everyone, welcome back to It's All Light. I'm your host, Natalie Ba, and today we have a special guest, Miss Kate Moritz. Hi! So fun fact, this is my lovely roommate, and it's so divine that she became my roommate because we clicked and are fast friends, and it's only been, what, like four months? Okay, maybe even less than that. It's been like two months. Two months. Yeah, but, but yeah, we have fun. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so excited that Kate had some time today to record because my other guest rescheduled to next week. So stay tuned, though. There are some fun guests coming, and today you're going to absolutely fall in love with Kate. Um, I cannot wait for you guys to hear all that she has to say. But before I do that, I just want to apologize for last week's. Didn't get the episode out. I had it, just never clicked record. But that was with my other friend, and she'll be on later. And it's a really good, inspiring message about ministering. So. We'll get that to that later on in the month, but we're so happy it's Thanksgiving week and we're going to get to know Kate and first Kate, just tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll jump into some fun Thanksgiving tidbits. Hey, um, I'm Kate. I'm from Mesa, Arizona, born and raised. I lived there the first 19 years of my life um, and then I moved to Independence, Missouri. I served a mission there, which was a dream come true. Um because it was church history visitor center and proselyting so cool it was just a lot yeah it was so fun and um i learned a ton about the church history and i truly feel like that's the foundation of my testimony which is cool because so many people feel the opposite about church history but Mm -hmm. i'm very grateful for everything i learned there and i spent six months at the liberty jail and it changed my life it was, yeah, it was incredible. That would be, I think I've been to that one. I think I've been, well, I might, I think I've been to the other one, Carthage. Carthage. Yeah. People get the mix up all the time. Yeah. But. Missouri. Doesn't Missouri, Missouri get freezing in the winter? Like, yeah. Um, They would have freezing rain. Oh, and when it would scary. hit your face, it felt like you were being like cut. It was so cold. Oh. But, um best barbecue on the whole planet i stand oh, by that man. like Kansas City barbecue lives up to the hype yeah for, for those sure. of you who don't know you can join the dum-dum club thank you maddie murphy um kansas city is in missouri <laughs> <laughs> not kansas <laughs> which does not make any sense i, I think it's kansas so cool city. we'll have to go i think my grandparents served in missouri and i went when i was like really? five so don't remember it but uh, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, which that shows our videos versus just on Spotify podcasts, you can see that just Kate lighting up about this. And I'm so excited Aww. to have her because she's just well-rounded in all things passion. She's just a passionate person and she has a TikTok that you guys can follow because she does so good. She's such a good content creator and she's stunning and she does hair. So if you need hair done, go to Kate. And anyways, so today, Kate. We're going to do the Thanksgiving question, and then we'll jump into all things you're passionate in, and then dive deeper into one of those. So Thanksgiving is this week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm so excited. I love Thanksgiving. Kate, tell us some of your favorite Thanksgiving traditions. What's your favorite food? Okay. Unpopular opinion, but Thanksgiving is like my favorite holiday. I look forward to it more than Christmas. Whoa. Um, Just because there's something about like, the low expectations of it you just I mean it's low expectations because I don't have to cook but um, <laughs> same <laughs> I just show up and eat but it's so fun um I'm really blessed because both of my mom's grandmas are still alive hmm. so both my great grandmas and because of that like 
just all growing up, we always got together with like the whole family. So I'm really close with my great aunts and uncles and my second cousins. And so we all get together for Thanksgiving and it is so fun. So we actually do it at my parents' house in In Arizona. Arizona. Mm -hmm. So I fly down on Wednesday. So fun. And um, usually in the morning, like we'll go on a hike and then we'll just get everything ready. People come over and we do like, it's almost like a 12 hour Thanksgiving. Like we um, start at like noon at our house and we have all the food and you know we go around the table say what we're thankful for and then everyone just kind of chills for a while and then we all go home and then that night we go to my aunt's house and we have like pie and chips and dip and then we watch football and we like hang out and then some people go black friday shopping Mm, yes it's like so fun because we like have a it's like a whole day thing but i'm so excited i love my family and it's bittersweet to be away from them i feel like this time in my life my free time is so limited I don't feel Mm -hmm. guilty about not spending time with them because I can't spend time with them like they live in a different state Mm. but when I go home like I look forward to it so much just because um my older sister has like three kids and it's so hard to like miss them growing up so I just like when I go home I'm like the only thing I want to do is just hold the babies like just play with them and watch them and Oh, oh yeah, so I'm so excited for that. And then my younger brothers are there, and I have a brother that's in junior high. He is the cutest thing, <laughs> and he texted me today and was like, "Will you cut my hair?" And I'm like, "You're the only boy I'll cut their hair for." But yeah, so I'm just like really excited to go home and see my family. Like I've really been missing them recently. Aww, so. I love that you're so passionate about that, and I am too. Like as you were talking, like just being able to hang out with my cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One time me my mom wouldn't let me and my cousin go Black Friday shopping. We were probably like 14, 15. <laughs> and she was like, no, you guys are fine. And so we literally went up to her little loft and we played Super Smash Bros till like 3 a.m. And uh, we just like tried to get to the level. I don't know. There's just so many memories. Or we turn on a Christmas Hallmark movie and lay in bed and I'll watch it on our laptop. Like it is so fun. But my cousin might be having her baby, though, like this week, though. So she might not oh be gosh. there. Yeah, crazy. She looks amazing, so though. Wild. But like, I love the babies. Older you, get, you like don't spend as much time with your cousins, but when you get together with them, it's just like such a good feeling. Like it really mm-hmm. straight to my testimony of families because yeah. you feel so good when you're around your family. I know yeah. that's not the case for everyone, but there is something special about the fact that you're related to someone. And yeah. I can't like, describe it. And even though we don't spend as much time as we did when we were little, though, we have that like strong foundation of spending so much time together. And we still do things together. Like yesterday, we went and got Christmas trees and everyone was there. And it was so fun to just be with them. And and then just, yeah, just sitting around the table with everybody. Oh, just the food. I love Thanksgiving food. It's so good. And I just, oh. I like to go play football. We do a turkey bowl. Yeah. So what of the food items is your favorite? Okay, my Aunt Carrie makes this sweet potato casserole, maybe. But it's, like, sweet potato, and then it has, like, a brown sugar pecan, like, topping on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's, yeah. it's so yummy. Oh. oh, I love, I look forward to that every year. That and sounds then my so dad good. is just, like, the king of cooking meat, and so mm, he makes the best the turkey. turkey. Oh, so, so good. I'm already things. just getting so excited. This year, I'm... I made the goal two years ago, but this year I actually want to learn how to make a pie. And I think I'm going to do that with my mom on Wednesday. And then for my job, we have a salt chef and he taught 
the TV, like at Studio Five, taught how to make and brine a turkey. And he made it so simple that I'm like, should we try this? Kate, you might help me make a turkey tomorrow. Maybe we should. I was watching a video on how to stuff a turkey though, and I'm like, that is so. I don't. I don't know if we'll like, stuff it, but, <laughs> but we'll, like we'll see. We'll brine it though, which makes okay, it okay, soak okay, in okay. the flavor. And yes. then I remember on my mission learning that you put the marshmallows on the sweet potatoes or the yams. I had never known that trick. I'm like, I need to actually cook more. But yeah, so stay Girl, tuned. Texas Roadhouse could have taught you that. I know. <laughs> so stay tuned, Kate. And I might do like a little Friendsgiving. And if you're VIP, you can come. That'd we might, so we fun. actually might not do it, but we might try to make a turkey. Maybe tomorrow. You can try it. Yeah. Stay tuned, fans. Um, okay, so we just love Thanksgiving, and what Thanksgiving is all about, besides family and food, is being thankful. So, Kate, what are five things you're grateful for? And then I'll share mine. Okay, um, I'm so grateful for the gospel of Jesus Christ and all that encompasses. It mm-hmm. brings me so much peace, and I don't know where I'd be without it. Um, I'm very grateful to have a good job that's flexible and that pays well. And I really don't have to worry about taking care of myself, but my needs are met. And I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful for the good relationships in my life and the people that I know I can just come to as I am, um, whatever that looks like, because it changes from a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. But people who see me for who I am and make me feel understood. Amazing. Um, A fourth thing I'm thankful for is the opportunity for new relationships and I feel like all the time I'm meeting someone new and it's like so exciting to meet new people and make more relationships um and the fifth thing I'm grateful for is warm clothes like I don't like winter but I've been trying to like it better so I've been leaning into like being more cozy and I've had so much fun layering and buying warm clothes recently. So I'm really grateful for warm clothes. Nice. Kate's fashion's impeccable. Guys, you have to go just follow her on her I social media world because she's she looks so good all the time. And she travels for work sometimes and just makes the most fun content. But yeah. So first and foremost, today, I'm so grateful for Kate. I was leaving church with her and I was like, um, can you record my podcast with me today? Because mine just got changed next week. So here she is. And She's just so wise that like anything she says should be recorded. So that's what we're doing. Thanks, um, second, I'm also grateful for the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love that you said that. And that's one of Kate's biggest passions that we'll dive into a little bit today. But yeah, even today I was teaching Sunday school and could be hormones too. But <laughs> I was just like, I like played a video and was like crying during it. And then like, I just start talking about something random and then just start like getting that shaky cry voice. And I'm like, it really does mean so much to me. And when I start to share and talk about it, though, I just am so grateful for the feelings that come from the gospel of Christ and the teachings and stuff. So also grateful for that. I'm grateful for my nephew, Ralph. I'm in love with him. You probably Ralph. hear that every week. <laughs> He's my favorite. And I got to see him yesterday and just play with him and makes me so happy. And then along with him, I just love my sister so much and my family. Um, and then let's see, that's three. Four, probably George. George is so great and just sets this whole podcast up every week. I message him and say, hey, can I come record at this random time? Like, and he just sets it up and he's so easygoing and just so grateful I have this studio to record. And willing people to be on this podcast is probably the last one. It's all like podcast related. 
But I encourage everyone this week to like make the longest list you've ever made of things you're grateful for. There's a game you can play where you like roll dice kind of like left center right or center right left or whatever. And then like certain numbers you have to just keep listing things you're grateful for until the next person gets the numbers. And you literally just start looking around the room. You're like, I'm grateful for lights. I'm grateful for windows. I'm grateful for water. But as you start to even name these silly things, like we just realize there's so many things in our lives to be grateful for. And I am a huge proponent of gratitude. It's the catalyst for all Christ-like attributes. It's just something that makes you happy regardless of your circumstances, which is the gospel. It's finding joy in hard times. Doesn't mean that hard time's not going to be there. And you don't have to, well, you can be grateful for your hardships. That's very mature, but it's hard to do. But you can also just be grateful to be alive and to be breathing. And you can just start simple. You can be grateful there's a sky and clouds and sun and stuff like that. So gratitude abounding this week, everybody. And now, Kate, I've been talking so much. It's your turn. What do you light up about? And what's on your mind? I I love about gratitude. I have something I want to say about gratitude. Please share. So we always talk about how like gratitude is so important to God and we should be grateful and how gratitude, like you hear about gratitude practices. Yeah. And I kind of never understood the hype. Like, obviously, if you're grateful, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand why it was so important hmm. until I learned something from Oprah. She's my we queen. Love I love Oprah. Her. But she was um, talking about how when something bad happens to us, we should say thank you. Like when something we don't understand happens to us, we should say thank you. And what saying thank you does is it puts you in line with truth and how whatever happens to us is for our good. God has promised us that. And but sometimes it gets lost on our end because we can't see that. And so by practicing gratitude and being grateful for our lives as they are, it puts us in line with where God's at, but it also helps us to have perspective in those really hard times. So I think that's another reason why gratitude is so important um, because it can really help us to see things how God sees Mm. them, which is like a superpower. (laughs) Yeah, no, it really is. I think of this, this kind of changes the tone for just a second, then we'll bring it back to happiness. But it was my friend's older sister lost their 10 month old baby. And at the funeral, her husband spoke and it was like the most profound thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And he's like, he's like, this sounds horrible, but like, I'm so grateful God chose us for this trial and how grateful he was that God trusted them to go through this in a sense and become stronger from it. And then just the blessing of having, having a baby pass away and then being able to know that that baby's safe, you know, and like have one child already like like you don't have to worry about because that baby's already with God. So just like, and the chance to get to raise him again. But like, as hard as it was for him to say thank you for this trial, he was like, it sounds bizarre. Obviously, we're so sad and mad that our baby was taken, but he was like, we're so grateful too. And I, it was just so profound. And it really did just, it doesn't take away how hard the situation was, obviously, but it just made them learn more from it and see how it can impact their life for the better, which sounds so sad to think about, but yeah, it's just amazing what that power can do. And it helps you start to see that there are lessons from it when you say thank you for it. And I don't know, for me, it's hard sometimes because I inflict my trials upon myself through my decisions. So then I have to be just grateful that I'm human and understand that I make mistakes and it, it can make it harder. And 
that's just part of learning. But I don't know. I'm, I am grateful for our struggles, though, because if we didn't have them, how would we ever learn, right? Amen. Yeah. Well, Kate, what else are you passionate about? Tell us more about you. Okay. Well, um, I love... I love so many things. I there's like two things in this world that I don't like, but I'm pretty much like everything. Wait, what are those those two um, things? <laughs> I'm curious. Snowboarding and skateboarding. Oh, you don't love those. Yeah. Nothing Skate- nothing with balance, nothing with wheels. Skateboarding's hard. Except for bikes. I do like bicycles. Um, I love being around people. I feel like people is a consistent passion of mine and Mm-hmm. a lot of things that I've done in my life have fed into that like yeah in high school I did yearbook and sports because I was around people or um working in a visitor center on my mission was so fun because all these people like so I was cool people and um COVID was super hard because I was not around people it was mm-hmm. all it was the worst of my life um but I think I'm I'm very passionate about people I'm passionate about education. Um, oh, yeah. I think that there's a lot Kate's of It's in school right now, too. I am in school. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I feel like we stopped at my mission. Like, after my mission, came home right before COVID, lived in Arizona for a year, and just felt really strongly that I needed to move to Utah. So I moved up, um, started getting a degree in business, which doesn't make sense to a lot of people because they're like, you're a hairdresser and you want to keep being a hairdresser. So why are you getting a degree? And um, my answer is, I think that education is important and hopefully one day it will be useful to me and I'll know why I needed to go to school. But as of right now, I'm just super excited. I graduate in like a month. That'll be good. But yeah, I think that, you know, education, I've sought out my entire life and it's deeper than just going to formal school. Like, I think it's really important to read books and talk to people and listen to podcasts and really like always be striving to learn more and understand more because it makes you a better person and more well-rounded in my opinion. So I'm really passionate about that. I'm passionate about fashion. So (laughs) good at fashion. It's so fun. This is actually her dress (laughs) that I'm wearing today. So how fun is that? It's so cute. It looks so good on you. Thank you. I, yeah, I just You're think the best. Are fun and it's a form of self-expression where like if you're wearing something that is unique to you, someone walks up and they know something about you. And I think it helps you attract people that mm. are like you that you can be friends with, you know? Yeah, totally. So, um, and then I love working. I love having a job. Um, I work at a hair salon right now, but I've always had like a job for as long as I can remember and I love having I love working um it's a great quality really is thank you (laughs) thank you and um I really like writing I haven't been good at it recently but in high school I actually had a blog that I would write like weekly things and people would like subscribe to my blog it was so sweet that's awesome um and then I I got a little bit back into it after my mission, but I, it's a really good way for me to make sense of my thoughts and to like connect with God Mm -hmm. and connect with others is just to take time and like write and then share it sometimes. But yeah, uh, that's a little bit about me. So fun. When I first asked Kate in the car, like, what do you light up about? Cause she's like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, well, this one's about you and what gets you excited. 
her first answer was Jesus. So I love that. And we'll probably talk more about Jesus in this episode. But also just just like everything she just listed. Like, I think that just gives everyone an idea of Kate, that she's just passionate about life. Like so many wonderful things in her life is because she's passionate about them. So hopefully as you continue to listen to this podcast, you you see what passions you have and how they benefit and bless your life. Because the more passionate you are about something, just the more excited you can be about life. And I love that. And Kate exemplifies that. So where do you want to start first? Should we start with Jesus? Man, we could. (laughs) I almost feel like we should end with Jesus. That's true. We can do all of the above. Start with Jesus. He's going to be throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So tell us a story from your childhood of one of these passions. Okay. Um, and that kind of builds you who you were and it helped you yeah. develop the passion. I'm trying to think. Like childhood before 18 or childhood before like 10? Before 18. Before 18. Okay. Um, I feel like this story kind of like encompasses a lot, but when I was 15 years old, um, I was, like, bored one day, and I was on YouTube. I love, like, watching YouTube Mm -hmm. tutorials. And I watched this tutorial on, like, this girl doing her makeup. And my grandma had bought me, like, this makeup kit for for Christmas. And so I started doing my makeup. And I was like, well, that actually, like, kind of turned out good. So I started practicing, and I got really good at makeup. Um, And then, I don't, do you know who Amber Fillerup is? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, I love her. So she actually grew up, like, pretty close to where I grew up we went to the same high school oh whoa and so she was in like her blogging time of her life but not really like super big yet um and so anyway she came back to her old ward to like teach a a mutual on um braiding and I like was not even in the stake but I was like this is a good business opportunity like this is some I was a cloud chaser I was a cloud chaser so I was like I'm going to the activity so I like found out the details showed up to this church they're like who are you like I was not in the ward that's awesome um Amber filler up taught me how to braid and I just like afterwards I went up to her and like asked all these questions took all these notes no and I started like learning how to braid and I became really really good and then I just started like advertising and being like I will do your hair and makeup for events so I would like purposely try to not go to dances because I was like I can make more money if I don't go and so I would do like school dances that's awesome I would do weddings I would do events and so I kind of like created my own little business just from something that I had learned and like self-taught and fell in love with yeah that is so uh, cool it was really fun and that's why I actually decided to go to hair school Because I was like, this is so bad. Forgive me. (laughs) Karma is. (laughs) I was going to say. I'm dying. But um, I, my senior year of high school, I was given an opportunity to go to cosmetology school for free. Wow. But I didn't want to go because I thought that like hair school is for stupid people who couldn't get into college. And I was like, I had a good ACT score. I had like scholarships to different colleges. And I just felt strongly that like. I should just do it for a year. And if I didn't like it, then I could go to college when I graduated. Mm. Um, but I went to hair school and like, it was a good fit. And I did yeah. find a lot of like joy and fulfillment in it. But that's kind of like what got me started. That was my first job. And the first like 
um, entrance into the beauty industry, but like it literally all started from YouTube. So that's that's so cool. <laughs> I really do admire those people that learn so much from YouTube. And I've I've almost wanted like I went to Home Depot last night and I was like, I want to come here more often and I want to do like a project a month and just start to be more handy. But yeah, YouTube got me and I changed my own headlights and windshield wipers on my car. So I felt pretty, pretty proud that I could do that. <laughs> but like, I don't know, makeup and hair for me. I wish I could relate more. My hair is just so unique and I haven't really been able to do much with it. So I don't do it. And so when I was babysitting my cousins, they have straight hair. And I was like, I literally have no idea what to do with your hair. She's like, can you put it in? A <laughs> she was like, can you do two braids on one side and into the back? And I'm like, OK, I know how to do a braid. And I did like these two braids into one back braid. And it was it turned out fine, but like not great. And I'm like, I need to work on this. So you you really are just talented, though, like. I feel like some hairdressers really do just have a gift for it. And you are definitely one of those people Like you're so good at it and it looks good. And she told me yesterday. So she said she would do these makeup and hair for school dances. One of the girls she used to do it for school dances for. She just did her bridal hair and makeup. So isn't that special? Like, I love that. Full circle. Kate's, oh, Kate's out here making dreams come true. Uh-oh. She might have just frozen. They're making my dreams come true. Oh, I feel like you froze here. Repeat what you just oh, really? said. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say they make my dreams come true. I was thinking about this because when people like there's a lot of people in Utah that do hair. That's cool. <laughs> and so when you tell someone you're a hairstylist, they're like, oh, OK. And that's like the end of conversation because they're like, OK, I know what, what you do. Yeah. But it is so much like deeper than that to me where. I get to spend hours on end with someone, like one-on-one, -on -one, get to know them. They talk about their life. They talk about the things that they're worried about, their insecurities. And mm -hmm. I get to be there and like, talk to them and be like, no, you're doing great. That's amazing. That's so hard. And like, it's such a fulfilling thing where that person and I always leave the appointment like different people than we were before. And on top of all that, like they feel better about their appearance and I help them do that. And it's a cool process, and I get to do it every single day, multiple times a day. You're and it is, like, the coolest job. <laughs> I was just say, you're basically, like, a life coach. I love getting my hair done and getting to know my hairstylist, too. I've had multiple throughout the years, and I think Kate's my upcoming one when I finally decide to do something new with my hair. But it's so we true. <laughs> we got plans. Stay tuned. But I love that. So, Kate, another thing you mentioned to me, you're passionate about wholehearted and intentional living. I haven't heard the word wholehearted living. I, I mean, it makes sense, but I definitely talk about intentional living, but tell us why you love this and what wholehearted means to you. Okay, well, Sister Craig just did a talk on wholeheartedness mm -hmm. at the last conference. I love, I love her. Isn't she the best? Yeah. Okay, I was behind her in Target one time, and I was like, is she going to ask me about my cat or not? <laughs> like, you know that one talk mm -hmm. where she was like, anyway, no, she is a queen but I've also, speaking of another queen, Brene Brown, mm -hmm. um, I've been reading her book, The Gifts of Imperfection, Ooh. and her whole, like, the first sentence of the book is, wholehearted living means living your life from a place of worthiness. Whoa. And, like, mic drop, like, this whole idea of, whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa. Like, how many times a day do we have to remind ourselves that we're worthy? Like, worthy to eat. Oh worthy to get enough sleep worthy to take a break like it is so hard worthy that you're doing worthy. a good job at work <laughs> doing a good job people actually like you you're mm. making a difference you know wow uh, 
That is, I have never thought about that. Okay, keep telling us more. Yeah. And so, um, really, I don't think that there, I used to have this view of like self-love and self-adoration and self-confidence was just obnoxious and annoying and it kept you from being able to reach out to other people. Mm. But truly, I have changed that and I think that there is no like end to the depth of self-love and self-confidence and feeling of worthiness that you can have because the more you feel good about yourself, the more that you can make others around you feel good about yourself, the more you can feel good about God, the more you can feel good about the world in general, like everything gets better when you decide to live better. And so one of the most selfless things you can do is to do that work, to love yourself and to feel worthy so that when mm. you go out into the world, you're not worried about how you look or what's going on or if people like you. Because you, can just you like, like you, you think you're doing good. So you don't have to worry about that. And you, you can, can just help other people. Yeah, look outward. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. And something that taught me this lesson though, for sure is, so on my mission, I gained a ton of weight and I was, I was so self-conscious of it too. And I had my companion, shout out Maddie Amin. Um, She would always be like, oh my gosh, sister, Ra, tell me you're confident in your body. Cause I'd be like my double chin, like look how fat I am. <laughs> and she was like, sister, Ra, what did I tell you? And I was like, I'm confident in my body. And she's like louder. And I'm like, I'm confident in my body. And I like wrote on a sticky note and had to say it every day. And she'd make me like yell it at her. But literally, I said that today, these kids I was talking to after church, we were talking about, I don't know, just body weight and how it's different for guys to know, like, girls, because guys' weight is so different with muscle and different things like that. And they just, like, asked me how much I weighed and, like, no shame. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm this. I'm not going to say it right now because I feel awkward. But then I was just, like, we were just, like, talking about it. And, like, there's nothing in that that bothers me. And I'm just, like, I'm confident in my body, like. I don't care what anyone can say about it. And like, we can talk about it openly because I know where I stand in that area. And yeah. I, I really am so grateful. I've been, I've been taught that and I haven't really start, struggled with body image, but even little things though, like we view our bodies so much harder than others view our bodies. But when we just stop and think of how, like, I was like, I got to grow a baby one day. Like how incredible are our bodies? Or like yeah. every every time of the month, it's like so hard not to be so annoyed that we have to deal with what we deal with as women every month. But it's also like, wow, cool, my body's working and it can produce amazing things. So I have to remind myself that. And then also my mom reminded me like, because I was blaming something on my hormones, which is easy to do because they're very prevalent. But, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to have a release of activity about this too, but just how what we eat, how we take care of our bodies can help regulate our hormones because that is something that's never going to go away. So as we learn to live with that and be grateful for them and what they do for us, it really just makes us so much happier. And then like you said, like when I'm confident in my body, I can help others try to feel that too. Because once you feel something convicted in your soul, then you're like, you want to share it with the world, right? That's how like the gospel is too. And Kate, you really do like all the things you share with me. I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, teach me more. Also, special uh-huh. plug, Kate meal preps and makes amazing food. Like, she just is so well-rounded. It's amazing. Okay, I've talked yeah. a ton. Kate, it's your turn. What thoughts do you have? Um, Yeah, I think, like, we could just go on and on about the power of confidence. But um, I just think, especially when, and this kind of goes back to the fashion thing. I, um, I used to live with someone that 
was really, really mean to me because of who I was and how I was. Hmm. I couldn't understand it. And I, of course, wanted us to get along. So I tried like, well, maybe if I can just be like a little less loud, or like I can wear like less boring clothes when we're around boys. I'll just like talk less because I know that Aww. she doesn't like that. And it was one of those things where um, I realized that like I wasn't doing anyone a service by not being myself. Mm-hmm. And by trying to please someone who already didn't like me, like what was that going to do? Mm-hmm. And so the best thing I could do was just be myself and I was happier and the people around me were happier. But I just think it's so important to like just accept who you are and how you are. And that's going to change all the time. We are always changing, but there are core things about you and that won't really change. Like the body thing, um, you can gain weight, lose weight, but at the end of the day, you have the same body with the same like build and everything. And mm-hmm. you either like it or you don't, but you have to live with it every day. So why would you not want to love it? And also there is an energy behind love and dislike. And they've done studies on it. Like if you've heard about like how people will talk nice to plants versus being mean to plants, Mm -hmm. it changes how it grows and how it flourishes. So why would you want to do that to yourself? So, I mean, I'm not perfect. There's a lot of things about myself that are really hard for me to accept, but always striving to love and talk about myself positively, I think is so important. And it gives me the confidence to be able to talk about others confidently and with love because I've practiced that. And so it's not unnatural to give someone a compliment because I'm used to being complimentary and kind and looking for mm. those things. Oh, that's so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. I I think sometimes people talk about, oh yeah, all these affirmations and I do it every day. And sometimes I'm like, isn't that weird saying, I am I'm incredible. I am amazing. You know, I'm like, that sounds kind of weird. But like the more I've studied into it and like tried it on my own, like, mm-hmm the more I see the power in it, like with the, I am confident in my body, but there was a relief study lesson many, many years ago. And it's like every morning say, I am capable, I am loved and I will not stand in my way. And I was like, Oh, those are fun. And at that same lesson, they shared this, my favorite book of all time, the, you are special book. You know, that book, I do know the little little wooden people. And I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I would play that for my little EFY kids when we taught about divine nature. Um, I also had a guy I dated. Um, he, he was really helpful in a lot of ways. And one of the ways was he, he, like when he told me he loved me, this was years ago, but he was like, I love you for you. Not because I was waiting for him to like, tell me, Oh, I love you because of this and this and this and this, but it was like, no, because you're you. And then he's like, okay, let's read this book. And like, we have value no matter what. And so we would read your special. And I mean, not even just from him, but just from like growing up, my dad would read it to us and things like that. And it's just such a powerful book that like teaches you your value despite everything going on around you. And then just like other examples of people. I don't know if you haven't read that book, I'll post a link. There's it. You can read it on YouTube on like a cute little video. Hey, did you grow up with that book too? I love that book. And I think about that all the time because sometimes I don't feel cool and sometimes I feel like I have no friends and oh, I but feel you like are so are cool putting, <laughs> people are putting black dots on me and I think about the girl that nothing sticks to her and I'm like no one's opinion matters if I don't let it like I I literally think about I'm 23 years old and I think about that book all the time because yeah. it's such a true principle where it's like 
it doesn't matter if people think I'm cool or not because it's at the end of the day it's just an opinion and like Like, I think I'm cool like just live your best life create the life you want why does it matter what Joe thinks (laughs) Joe like I don't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah honestly lately I've been thinking of like create the life I want like we have more power than we think like yeah you have a nine-to-five job and and you can make the most of that and try to find a job you enjoy and and work on that or in school just you know class you have to take but like at the same time it's like you have 24 hours like hopefully you're sleeping for eight to nine of them but then all the other hours you're like hey if you want to be good at making breakfast in the morning like you could focus on that and like let's say you don't eat anything else that week but you focus on just having a good breakfast like good for you and you're creating that part of your life that you want and yeah I love in the book so it's it's these little wooden people and they have dots and stars and they give them out to people and Punchinelle has a lot of dots and he meets this girl her name's Lucille or something Lucy maybe and she has no dots or stars. And he's like, how do you have that? And she's like, oh, I go and visit Eli up on the hill. And he's, she's like, you should go visit him. He goes and visits him. And Eli's like the woodcarver. And he's like, he knows his name. And he's like, you know what? I know you're special because I made you. Like, And if you don't care what they think and you care what I think, then they won't stick. And he's like, you have to visit me every day, though. So that like reminds me that we literally need to pray every day and, and have God buoy us up because when we can't feel that self-love like we can ask him to give us that love and his love and Christ's love is always there I think that's why we love Jesus so much is because he loves us so much amen amen why do you love Jesus oh go ahead well just the power of spending time with him because it's, it's a relationship at the end of the day yeah and I got kind of emotional thinking yesterday about how we don't remember the pre-mortal life and there's so much about Jesus and Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother that like it wasn't just a relationship like a mass relationship that they have with their kids but they had a personal relationship with each of us we probably had inside jokes or like Mm -hmm. things that like there it was a relationship and it made me like genuinely sad that I can't access those memories to feel close to him in that same way but I can create new memories with him and um God is everywhere and you just have to find ways to see him. Um, I pray every single day. That really helps me. Mm-hmm. I read the Book of Mormon first thing in the morning every day. And I do feel like that gives me a lot of power, protection, and perspective. And yeah. just taking time to go to the temple once a week has blessed my life. But um, But ultimately, like, I think as you go about your day and seeing the little ways that God made something work out or something didn't work out, but you felt his love and his encouragement. I just, I see him everywhere. Like he is so real to me and um, it's not always easy to feel him, but in those times I'm grateful to have had such a history with him, Mm -hmm. but my whole life he's been a priority. And so I can look back and be like, Oh, but remember that one time when you were 15 and you felt him in a really big way or Mm. remember that time. And so I'm grateful for memories with him that helped me because you won't always feel him. Even if you're doing all of those things, Mm -hmm. there's an ebb and flow where sometimes you feel God more and sometimes you feel him less and sadness and anger, whatever it may be like, that is not an absence of God. That's just a human condition, but it is hard to feel him when we're feeling that way. And especially when we're dealing with, mental illness it almost becomes impossible to feel God and so I think 
having good like past experiences you can look back on or people who you trust who can remind you of God and his character is so essential in those times because I've been there um where you just can't feel God and one one day the clouds break and you start to feel them again but it is scary a scary place to be in where you're like maybe this wasn't all I thought it was Mm. and in those times you just gotta like be still and not make any like rash moves and I always say like I can be mad at God in my mind but I never want to be mad at God in my actions like I can be angry upset but I never want that to reflect in like deciding to sin or deciding to pull away from him interesting Um, yeah huh that last thing you just said made me think of kind of what come follow me has been teaching the past two weeks so it's like all the all the tribes of Israel kind of before they were scattered like they were just becoming more and more wicked and they kind of like felt justified in what they were doing and they felt like they were being blessed and prosperous, but it was like all a lie and they were actually being so, so wicked. And God was like sending the prophets saying like, you need to repent, like this is not good. But like, and then obviously they were scattered and a lot of them destroyed. So it's, it's really interesting though, like how easy it is for us to forget God, but like he's there no matter what, like he was once like man and, and knows what it's like to be a human too which I think helps us realize his love for us because he's like oh yeah I've I've been there or like that story David Butler posted on his Instagram if you follow him it was like um can you ever forgive me type of story the little boy lost his dad's um something of his dad's and the little boy like left a note saying I looked all over for it I'll save up my money I'll try to buy it for you like I'm so sorry and then like P.S. can you ever forgive me I sent that to my dad because I just lost one of his hats and tent stakes when I went backpacking. And I was like, can you ever forgive me? But it's like the dad in that situation was like, it's not a big deal. And that like, that's, I mean, it is, I'm, some things are more big of deals to God, but like just the fact that like us trying, like God is just like crying with us and just so grateful that we're turning to him and that we do feel sorry for different things. But also like with my dad and me losing those things too, I was like trying to replace them for him. And he's like, nah, you're fine. Like, it's okay even though he was like, don't lose anything. And I lost it. It's just like that love is, is greater than these material things. Right. Yes. Well, and the underlying emotion there is just like an unconditional love, but a parent to child relationship. Like I love that comparison. I mean, we are literally God's children, but there's something so endearing about a child being sorry to a parent. Cause the parent is like, if you knew how I felt about you, you would not even be sweating it, Hmm. but there's still that love and that respect and that it's a fear of like damaging that relationship. And that's why we get so like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you can forgive me. And to the parent, it's like, if you had any idea how I felt about you, you would not even be worried about damaging our relationship. And I do think that some sins are more serious than others because it has serious consequences and it can damage a lot. But, like, never for God is it hard to forgive us. Like, mm. it's just, like, the thing he wants to do more than anything. Seven times is, 70, right? But Yeah, to repair with oh. us whatever we may fit, what we may break. Yeah, and Christ loves healing broken things. Like, that is his job, and he knows that, and he, he does it perfectly. Oh, Kate, thank you. Our time is up, but just brief takeaways. I think for me it's, 
it's continuing in gratitude at least five things a day especially this week and then wholehearted just like putting that word into my life wholehearted living like what am I putting my heart into like when I'm at work be at work put my whole heart into work and getting my job done and then when I'm with people put my whole heart into being with those people or studying my scriptures or reading books or putting my whole heart into my prayer not just saying okay I'm tired good night you know but like wholeheartedly praying and doing those things what about you Kate what's your last final words for today's episode um I was a little bit nervous to come on because I was like what is my one thing oh you have so many things and I was I was as I was thinking about it I realized like there's never going to be one thing my one thing yesterday is different than my one thing today because we're constantly evolving Mm -hmm. and things we have to let things burn to let new things rise from the ashes um, and I think that, um, I love the word wholehearted. I've been leaning more into intentional mm. recently and thinking about how it doesn't matter where I've been or where I'm going to go or how people see me. Yeah. I just want to be who I am today. And I want to be that today. And I want to live intentionally. And I want to, in moments of making decisions, I want to look inward and say, what feels true to who I am and my values and what God wants for me. Um, And that's something I want to continue to work on because I think it's so easy to like want to look outside of yourself and say, okay, but what does someone else want me to do? Or what would be the most guilty? I'm so guilty of this. I always am like, Oh, what should I do? And I call someone to help them help them help me make my decision when I need to just make my own decision. Everyone's like every episode, Natalie talks about this. (laughs) I found um as I take the time to say okay but Kate like what do you think is best for you mm-hmm. that I always have the answer and when I listen to myself like everything always works out the way it should and I'm like a very hyperactive person like I like to get things done I don't like to wait on people <laughs> not knows because last night I went into a room and I was like I cancel the date because you didn't text me back soon and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't have time. Like, if you're wasting my time, I don't have time for it. I don't want to worry about it. But I have found the times where I just slow down, breathe, and say, you know what? I'm living in this moment. Whatever is meant to happen will happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force anything. I'm just going to have faith in the process, trust, and things go better. So that's something I'm going to yeah. continue to work on is being just a little bit more in the moment, intentional, and realizing what's meant to happen is going to happen. Oh, I, I love that. My responsibility is to find out what's best for me. And if I do that, everyone else is going to be okay. Because what's best for me can't be bad for someone else. Like, if if we believe in God's plan that everything is meant to happen, then as long as we're making good choices for ourselves, those choices aren't going to hurt other people who aren't meant to be hurt by them. I don't oh. know. Maybe people will be hurt by them. <laughs> but um, anyway. No, Kate, you yeah. are already living everything you were just talking about working on. Like, and I live with you and I get to see that every day. Well, when I'm home, <laughs> but for real, <laughs> you are, you are so good at all that. And I was just like thinking, oh, my cheeks are like, I've been smiling this whole, whole time. Like everyone, I hope you get to meet Kate and have her in your life because it's such a blessing and I'll link all her fun social media so you can follow along with her. She posts so many fun things. And yeah, thank you for sharing all your uplifting thoughts, Kate. Everyone, I hope you got a lot out of this episode and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys.